Cheers to that. And yes, I mean, it was named appropriately because Grand Slam, I mean, Grand Slam is such an epic uh, thing to do in baseball. And I think really, I mean, you know, hence the tennis thing as well. But I think AEW did hit a Grand Slam at the bottom of the ninth uh, on this one. And we know it's four hours that the fans are getting of televised TV. uh, And what we saw on Dynamite tonight was was pretty epic. I mean, a lot of a lot of great matches. We didn't get um, you know, much filter of, you know, promos, you know, we only saw essentially three promos, not kind of, well, CM Punk's and the quick two backstage ones and a pre-recorded one. Um, so, but this card, I mean, this is, we've said it before on our previous show, pay-per-view quality card. And, you know, we talked pay-per-view quality card. We honestly thought, you know, it would end with what it started with. Well, you yeah. know, it was kind of a little surprising. So, We'll dive right into it. I mean, the the show started with two of the best in the world, as some are saying, the best bout machine and Brian Danielson kicking things off bonds. What did you think of this? I know all of us just kept saying, wow, wow, wow. Incredible, incredible, incredible. <laughs> I love this your is- I love your uh, Brian Danielson t-shirt by the way spd nice yes. white tee yeah that's nice, right nice, nice it's not plain tea. though that's, it's, it's not no, yeah, i gotta cover it up i gotta cover it up yeah uh, there you go there you, you go know, no, big jake but, and i big jake and i had the same shirt on we today gotta get so. a, we gotta get a laugh or two in because um, this is a 30 dollar white tee the analysis of this match guys i mean um all of us i think got to a point when we were looking at like in social media and we were just like it was hard to just we didn't want to take our eyes off the screen and there was a moment where I felt like that. Bonds, um, as a as a guy who's grown up and basically loved pro wrestling since uh, I've known you since you were yes. born, um, uh, this had to be really surreal for you. Um, two guys that are truly, uh, as SPD put it last week and uh, and last night's preview show, just guys that are pure technicians. Um, I could I, tell us what did you think about this one? And and honestly, starting off, like you said, SPD, starting off dynamite um, mm-hmm. with our jaws on the floor. Well, this was uh, the match we were all waiting for, I think. And we got it immediately, which is pretty cool. Um, man, guys, this, th- we talked about it last week or on our preview show that this was a uh, potential match of the year candidate. Um, and you don't want to have that 
match be a draw, but man, it was epic uh, from the beginning. This was a a war these guys uh, put each other through tonight, and yeah. it was everything we expected, and it set up, in my opinion, a lot of things that we're going to see in the future because this isn't the last time Kenny Omega and Brian mm-hmm. Danielson are going to have a match, especially after that draw, especially with the title not on the line this time. We're going to see this match again, and this was a preview for, I think, the probably the main event we're going to see at some point here coming up, like maybe in the next pay-per-view. Who knows? We'll yeah, see. Um, I don't know if they can put it off that long after this, but, man, it was – every bit is epic and intense and technically sound as we could have expected from these guys. Yeah, it was pretty incredible stuff. I mean, like I mentioned yesterday on our show, like this part where I was hoping they would just milk it, you know, just soak it in, bring in the energy, yep. bring in the adrenaline from the crowd. And oh my boy, gosh, was that and the crowd energy was insane. Hot. They were so <laughs> hot. And, you know, this was, I kept saying, I was like, I want more, I want more, I want more of this. And this was like 10 minutes in. I was like, I don't want this to end in a time limit draw. And it made sense because, you know, protected them both. And it's going to give us more and more and more of this that we absolutely love. But just the the brutal. This was a kick and chop battle that I absolutely loved. Oh, I mean, you had to be Brian Danielson's out. chest was bleeding. Another Poor face, Brian. like you said, it was the same color of his trunks. But it went from kick to chop to kick to chop to kick. To, I just love that that tandem one two kick and chop from uh, Brian Danielson for sure. I mean, it was definitely echoing kicks by Daniel uh, Brian Danielson and then Kenny Omega. Man. He did not hold any punches back either, man. He was more physical than I've seen him uh, in recent matches. That running V-trigger off the, oh, from the oh. top of the entrance ramp was absolutely brutal. There's so brutal. many innovative moves yeah. uh, in this match. And, you know, being really big fans of both of these guys, I was like, whoa, they're pulling out these new things that I haven't even seen yet. And so I love that. And so they're, they're wowing me, and I'm sure they're wowing you nonstop. Well, I, I love hearing you uh, just just go crazy for this one, SPD, because, um, you know, these two guys genuinely are. I mean, to see your fandom for Kenny Omega basically the minute you saw him, mm-hmm. um, I knew about Kenny before you. and Yeah, I, did, I didn't. You're, you felt you have completely fallen in love with this dude's wrestling to the point where, like, I turned to you at all out and I was like, hey, man you're you're right about kenny like this guy is amazing you know like he he is um incredible and when he has an opportunity to go like this with a guy who can go toe to toe with him and this is why i loved kenny versus pocket when when aw was first starting where you get a guy who you know can hang with kenny and and where you know kenny can pull out all his best stuff and yeah. then he's not going to hold back and he's just going to go balls to the wall and he's going to take it um, it was just absolutely incredible. Uh, the energy in the arena was unbelievable tonight. If you were there live, I um, wish I was. Oof. Cheers to you guys uh, if you were there because honestly, it is an incredible time. It's an, it's an incredible time <laughs> to be an AEW fan, and this was one of those moments where, it, like, I was smiling to like where my face hurt at points during this match. Where I was just like, "This is awesome." This is this is truly like as a, a, a SPD. You nailed it on your take. I mean, from just from a technical perspective, mm-hmm. watching these two go at each other, it was like poetry. It, it this was like 
um, some the just abs- like Shakespeare in the ring. I, I don't know how know. else to put it. Your speeches these, almost these two pushed, of just, yeah. it, these two pushed each other to a point where it's it, everybody in the in the chat is saying exactly what I thought at the end of this match. That's it. We need an Iron Man match between yeah. these yes. two, uh, and, and you know that these two have the energy in them to go full bore and, and give us an epic Iron Man match. That's what oh, needs to happen course. after that time draw for sure. Love it. Love that idea. How would you book it? I mean, we talked about, you know, every week we do our top performer as well. And, you know, both of you guys, I try to be a little stickler and like pick one person, but it was a unanimous decision. We're going to jump right to it because the top performers of the night were these gentlemen right there rocking those white tees. Yep. Kenny Omega, yep. the best bout machine, and Brian Danielson. Wow, did they deliver and then some. I mean, instant classic for sure. Uh, obviously, the fans may be a little disappointed at the end because of the time limit because they were robbed of a finish. Uh, but that being said, if you look at the big picture, it's going to make all the sense. AEW always does that slow build, the slow story, you know, long-term storytelling like they're still doing with Hangman Page if you're watching uh, BTE and stuff like that. But top performers of the night are these two gentlemen that left it all out there in the ring uh, to kick things off in front of the largest fans, uh, largest crowd in AEW history. So what a way to make history for sure. It's a nice thank you to that crowd, you know. They, it was. They got an awesome show tonight. And, and, they and that kept, was just the they, first. Yeah, they kept the energy going the whole time, Bonds. Yeah. I mean, that was what's incredible. Like As soon this, as the promo from Punk came by next, it was like they went straight from an awesome segment to an awesome segment to an awesome segment to an awesome segment to an awesome segment. It was the whole show just felt like it was like, okay, we're just going to keep up the same exact pace, the same exact just awesome feel for this mm-hmm. crowd. And they loved it the whole time. And they were in it the whole time. And that's they why were. it was great. But if you guys want to move on, let's move right on to that, that punk promo. Well, because- that's the thing, right, Bonds? I mean, like, you said it. Um, that was, the, like, on Twitter, I was joking around about, like, okay, you start off with the best in the world and in, in Brian Danielson versus the best in the world versus in, in Kenny Omega. Then you segue into a promo mm-hmm. in the best of the world in CM Punk. I mean, it, it just continued to – this was, like, a crescendo in the evening. And yeah. I can't wait to talk to you guys about that main event, by the way. Um, but mm-hmm. CM Punk cutting a promo on, on Hobbs and Hook and, and Tez – and gave us a little bit of t- a little taste, as SPD likes to say. Can you give me a little taste? <laughs> little taste. Hey, that's of, the new of, BTE champ right there. Of the of the heel, that edgy side of Punk. It was. I thought this. He met. He worked his way through this really well, Bonds. Um, yeah. You know, kind of saying like, okay, be careful what you wish for, um, but also kind of giving us a real human explanation as to why he's just always smiling right now. Um, it's it's understandable. He's clearly loving life right now, but they'll get to a point where he's gonna be CM Punk again, yeah. and he's gonna have that edge, Ooh, and he's yeah. gonna cut some razor sharp promos on people. And you know, all of us here are big fans of Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, mm-hmm. It it'll be interesting to see if if Team Taz is gonna get be the recipient of some epic pipe bombs in the near future. I hope that's what we get out of this because he he's been hinting at stuff, Punk, and he did more this week. You know, like you said, he talked about being careful what you wish for. You don't want me to be like angry, miserable CM Punk again um, <laughs> because I'll go out there and you'll be booing me and all this stuff. And it's it's true, but it's also like this this 
this love fest is I don't know when it's going to end. I don't I don't know. I mean, we waited seven years to have him back, and I feel like I'm all for it. This still. love fest is going to just keep going. He could go to every town in the United States like five times, and they're just going to be chanting CM Punk, and he'll flip them off and tell them that they stink, and they'll be like, "Yeah, we do. We're, <laughs> we stink. We're awful." And yeah, um, we do. Yeah, we we do stink pretty bad. <laughs> but I think that this is like a great opportunity to get him back in that edgy stuff with mm-hmm. Taz. Um, you know, he especially going against Team Taz. Ricky Starks is is fire on the mic. Taz is still an amazing, amazing talker, and he's one of the best managers there is right now. Um, I think if there's going to be a way to kind of have Punk um, kind of on that line, it's against a a heel team like Team Taz. Mm -hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think that it's working. And this is the most interesting uh, storyline Team Taz has been part of this year, which is saying a lot because he's been on our TV a lot. And it's already the most interesting because I feel like it's the most, most important for a lot of these guys in here. I think for... For Hobbs at least starting out, it's a big yeah. match for him coming up, and and then we're probably going to see Ricky Starks at some point. And I mean, everybody wants Can't to see Hook in the one. ring, you know. That's so what I was Hook thinking get... while you're talking. Um, and, and SPD, you just said it. Can't wait for that one. You yeah, it's it's really fascinating that Punk versus Team Taz has been building so much steam, and Ricky Starks hasn't even been in the picture. Right. And, and SPD, all. I know, I know, you know. Ricky Starks, one of your top guys for breakout star of the year. He's clearly on that trajectory. You have to be yep. kind of grinning knowing that AEW hasn't played that card yet. AEW still has the potential of Starks versus Punk, which could really be some fun breakout stuff for Starks, too. I'm the, I'm, right. I, mean, I know all of us here see that charisma, that mm-hmm. mic work, right? Um swagger that he's walking with i mean he's got he's got the gold on his shoulder i mean ever since he's got that gold he needs to be featured more it's it's kind of like a roller coaster with him i mean the guy the ftw belt i was hoping he'd put some you know importance on that and i think we need to get back to that for sure and so starks deserves that man he's that guy's a star and i loved you know that pairing with cm punk just gonna go roll through taz and maybe team taz maybe we'll see Hook get in the ring. You know, he the fans are loving Hook. Maybe we'll see him get in the ring for the first time against CM Punk. That'd be quite your first match ever uh, to be in the Ooh. ring with the best in the world for sure. Um, but it was pretty cool. I was, you know, driving in the middle of Arizona today and just scrolling through the radio because, you know, driving a big truck. And then Cult of Personality was on the radio, and I just had to blast it. It was a sign. I think Cult of Personality is probably going to start to rise to the top again now that CM Punk's back in the in the spotlight for sure. Europe um, needs to take take notes, man, because I know, right? Hundred thousand dollars in appearance for that. <laughs> I think they might have made a mistake. Wow. But so what what's your that, but. the only what's thing? Your... The only thing that could be a buzzkill after <laughs> getting to see Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega and CM Punk cutting a promo against a guy like Powerhouse Hobbs is that we had to sit through MJF um, coming out, the the biggest dirtbag in professional wrestling, um, as I like to say. Um, SPD, this one was, as we talked about, an iron sharpens iron experience. Uh, how do you feel like this one turned out? Um, it was, I mean... It was very hard to follow all this stuff for sure, but I, I think MJF stock is still rising now after this one. Um, you know, we kind of predicted or were hoping maybe Pillman stock would rise a little bit, but I think MJF stock is rising much more after this. I mean, both, you know, Pillman's gear was great. MJF came out with new gear. Uh, the guy, MJF, man, he just does everything 
everything right. And even the announcers, they could not, uh, you know, give him not give him props for how good he is. You know, they they're calling him how how horrible he is, and you know, the scum, the scum of scum, the bacteria on the scum, all the things that they say <laughs> to try to relatively PG PG thirteen. What they really want to say uh, yeah. as well. But the guy, I mean, he can sell with his facial expressions. It sells with his body. I mean, he sells so well, uh, and he tells such a good story. And the stuff with Julia Hart as well. And, you know, I think he just – the guy, as oh, much what, as we – What a jerk moment that As much was, as we too. hate him, oh. it's as much as we love him, right? You yes. know, so we'll just give it a quick, you know, public service announcement. Dynamite Download is endorsed by himself, the salt of the earth, MJF. <laughs> but I mean, no. if the guy's gonna take some time to come in here and hang out with us, you know that he's secretly he secretly likes us. Um, That's true. And like I said on our show yesterday, and like what you're seeing in the chat is, I think the the biggest turn out of Ward, Wardlow will be the one where he puts MJF in his place. You know, kind of shuts him up at least for a little bit, begging for mercy, begging for him to stop with the pain, and then I'll give him the ultimate. Thumbs up, thumb down. Crowd will go berserk, and then it'll oh. knock MJF out for sure. Love that Wait idea, Dave oh. Batista. I, I love that sure. idea. That the, the like the, that is an, that that visual of him kind of giving him the 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 crowd, and you know the crowd would be fully behind that. I love that idea. Um, you know, the crowd, understandably, I felt like took a little time to get behind this one. Yep. Um, but as soon as MJF went to his, he he kept digging deep into his bag of tricks to get people to hate him and uh, to cheer <laughs> Pillman. When he when he stood behind Julia Hart, what an absolute piece of garbage that guy is! <laughs> and 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 hey, props to him. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, my friends. And and he pulled That's off right. another W, and he showed the world why he was Bonds's number one overall pick. Um. Bonds, uh, where where do you see MJF going after this one? In a big, in a much needed victory that you said, yeah. mm -hmm. man, I I don't know. I think that this could be one of those those things that starts off some one off uh, feuds for him. Um, this might be the best way to do that. Have him do some one off stuff. Maybe get him pushed a little bit. And that's where we see the Wardlow turn. I do think that's kind of the end game for this right now. And it's being set up, and it's smart, and it's take it's taking a long time. And it's going to be a great payoff because it's taken so long. Um, they didn't rush it. They didn't make sure they didn't go, okay, we got this big guy that everybody likes who's really good in the ring. Let's just do it now. No, they, they're making us wait for it. They're making, they're making us like really, really be like, okay, like we want Wardlow to turn. Like we, this guy's awful. Like we hate MJF mm -hmm. and we want <laughs> this guy to like beat him up so bad. Really well and uh, I think that, that having him go against a lot of like baby faces like Pillman, um, is going to just get that heat even more because again, you know, there's only so much you can do the same, the only so many times you can do the same match with inner circle like that. That's good that it's over. That's good now. And like, mm -hmm. and they can focus on, okay, let's maybe turn Wardlow. Let's maybe get MJF even more heat. We put him in some sort of title pictures even too, and maybe have that be where the turn happens. Like who knows? I think that would be an interesting thing, especially if, you know, Sammy Guevara wins a TNT title, which is, potentially happening so that could be another setup there where we get some like okay mjf's in the title picture now maybe that's true where that turn comes makes that turn a little bit more important you know i think that would be kind of cool a lot of fun i want to see him in that picture because again this guy doesn't need the belt but how right. how 
awful would he be with a belt, guys? How, how can he get worse? Can he get more it. awful? I mean, yeah. we, when we were doing our fantasy booking yeah. weeks and weeks ago now, um, I remember, you know, we all talked about it. MJF with the TNT title seems like such a great fit, you know, just a guy who can just be braggadocious, be the face of the, of the brand. Always defending um, it on TV. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, that, that all, like he, him, MJF with some sort of gold, although not needed, uh, certainly would put him over the top and give him more reason to rub our noses in how great he is. And that's what makes Oof. him so good at what he he does. I got to say, um, we're we're talking a lot about Wardlow turning on MJF, and we know that Ward that MJF is clearly a fan of this show. And listen, yeah, thank you maybe, for tuning in. Maybe we're spoiling it for the War Dog. Maybe the 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 war plans are spoiled, and MJF is seeing this and is already plotting for a way to, to, to be one step ahead of the War Dog. Uh, we never know with MJF. It'll all he'll, the one thing is for sure. Um, we don't know where what's what's next for him. But we do know that that guy is somewhere scheming, figuring out a way to get more green and gold because that's what MJF likes. And whoever and he's going to face is probably going to lose because green, he's... gold, and margaritas for MJF, baby, <laughs> all day, all day, son. Um, you know, I, I, I would love to talk more about that, but honestly, I'm going to let you guys jump in here and talk a little bit about Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black. Um, this was a few. This was the only match of the night where Crayfish. Uh, I felt like my heart was a little bit broken. Um, I know that the internet wrestling community likes to think that they're super smart. I, I, I consider myself part of that too. Lifelong wrestling fan. And uh, I feel like I so was swimming up the upstream on this one. I was the salmon that kept pushing baby, but I just couldn't get anybody to buy in on the momentum with me. I wanted Cody Rhodes to win desperately. Uh, but I think in the end, I might be, I might be winning because Cody might be joining Team Heel after tonight. Wow! I, I, I mean, after tonight's performance, how can you not say that Cody is going to lean into that a little bit? I mean, he was getting booed more than anybody on the show. It's oh, a man. hard position to. I mean, I talked to. I, I thought I was thinking about this. When has a new signing for AEW debuted and not gotten cheers, whether they are portrayed as a heel or a babyface? And I think this is another one of those scenarios like you pit Cody Rhodes, who I'm a huge fan of, and I love um, what he's doing. And I think he's, you know, be, should be true babyface through and through. But you put him against someone so unique in Malachi Black, who's been so held back. And now he's finally broken the chains free. And the inner, and the wrestling fans are smart. And they, they see that. And, you know, AEW fans, I feel like, are smart because they are cheering good talent. Look at what's happening with Adam Cole. Yes, he's a heel, but he's getting the bigger one of some of the biggest pops of the Knights. Yeah. And so that's happening with Malachi Black. And even if they are going against, you know, a Jungle Boy even, I could see Adam Cole and Jungle Boy, I could see even, even cheers for both of those. And, you know, yeah. that's one of those things I think that you put Cody in a tough position. And I, I mean, he's got to be here, and he's got to know all these boos. And so, whether he's going well, he to try to or he's going to try to lean into it and take it all in, like you know, how long? I hate to say it, you know, about the other company, but how long was Roman Reigns getting booed, and then finally he turns heel and look what he's been doing, um, and things like that. But John Cena never turned heel, and but all in all, you know, this thing, this match kicked off with epic entrances by both guys. Uh, I thought they were really, really stellar stuff. 
Um, and I liked how Cody came through the stage and it was cool to see Brandy come back and all that. Um, but the, the battle between, I think it was a nice, well-fought match for sure. And I did like the ending and we, I think we all agreed that Malachi Black needed this win more than Cody needed this one, even though he is kind of re-returning in a way it just, just to keep pushing that in as well. So, um, I, I like the way, and it wasn't the typical knockout kick like we've been seeing. So, yeah. um, the the mist for the win was was clever and unique and i think malachi black is just going to keep pushing and then hopefully will grow his house of black very soon oh yeah man i i really like this match a lot it was a lot of fun it was nice seeing crayfish in the in the text chat like oh man cody lost this this stinks you can see it on my um, face right now man i always wear oh, my yeah. emotions but we right got to see face. everybody we got this live commentary from crayfish he was so bummed out if i was and, man, there I, I would have been just, I would have been the only guy in the crowd screaming for Cody. I would have been Oh yeah, out. you would have been, man. That crowd was hot. You're right. Uh they did not right. like Cody tonight and I don't think that was exactly warranted cuz this was a good match. Um these guys both like put it out there and I think that Black's offense is so unique and fun um that it's easy for the crowd to get behind it, but man, Cody did his thing too. He he always delivers and that's what I love about Cody. Um I give him a lot of garbage sometimes, but I do love that about Cody. He always delivers in the ring. He's always true to himself. And I like the fact that he came out there with Arn and Brandy and it was a lot of like they were getting chorus of boos from the crowd and they were just like kind of soaking it up, kind of not. And then, you know, Cody took a, a while to acknowledge it, but he went like, "Okay, like I see how it is. He said it to the like right to the camera, man. He he noticed, and uh, I don't know how you couldn't because you could hear it to the TV. And man, I like I said on the preview show, if Cody won against Malachi Black, we would see a riot, and I believe it more so today than I did yesterday. Wow. Because I think that that would have happened, man. That crowd would have not accepted that finish otherwise. Not at all. Well, I'm so happy that everyone was able to to go to to go home happy tonight. That's awesome. I'm happy to, you know, I I, I had to just sit there and be <laughs> quiet the whole time because MJF told me I talked too much. So I just sat here and listened to you two go on and on and on about how how great it was that Malachi Black won. Uh, I'm just gonna let let's move on to the next match. I don't want to have I don't even want to talk about this. It gets I'm, a delete I'm, from Crayfish. I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> disgusted. Uh, well, we'll let you we'll let you take the horn on this one because I know there there's a lot of you. Oh, where's your where you? is your Darby Express whistle? That's why you're the baby face, SPD. Thank you. Now so, I'm all happy again. Lead us off for this one, and even if you do talk too much, Crayfish, what you have to say is important, and you always have great things to say. You are the backbone oh, of our show, God. and everyone loves what you have to say, even oh. though you are Team Heel, and I disagree with a lot of those heel. Antics, uh, I'm babyface for life. Lead it off, baby. FTR oh, Sting God, and Darby, man. you must have been salivating over this one. Oh, baby. I mean, you just you just turned my world right round, baby. Right <laughs> round, like a record, baby. Round, Watch round, out, we don't want to get demonetized. Round. You absolutely <laughs> yeah, that's funny, but honest to God, like you just turned my world uh around. This this was this was a, a match that was absolutely for me as a tag team guy. I just sit back and I watch. FTR, my first and foremost, like, guys, FTR are so damn good at what mm -hmm. they do. Uh, let that soak in. I mean, I know that when we got to watch Brian Danielson versus Kenny earlier in the night, I, I was telling myself, like, all right, I'm get, I'm witnessing greatness yeah. right now. Um, guys, FTR, 
versus Sting and Darby Allen. Yeah, you, we got to witness greatness in this match, and, and I know it wasn't the thirty-minute epic that 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 the opener was, but there is no one. And and again, I love the AEW tag division. I if for those of you who are, have been with us since week one of this one one year journey, you know SPD and I have had a lot of conversations, and I have I have planted my flag on two things <laughs> the, the dmd is is a breakout superstar of this this company and the tag division in aw is the best tag division that i've ever seen and they That's have true. as i've said they have mm-hmm. dialed back the, the tag division a little bit and allowed other i mean this this company has gotten so flooded with talent guys it's unbelievable but ftr Whenever I get to see these guys in the ring, I'm reminded that this tag division, whenever Tony wants, he could snap his fingers and he could put on clinic after clinic after clinic every single week in the tag division. If he just throws out some of the the long list of great tag teams that this division has, and it starts with the uncrowned tag team champions, FTR. And I know they lost this match, and they lost after one of the most memorable coffin drops that I've seen as a Darby fanboy, that that choo choo baby. When I saw Darby drop that coffin drop onto the apron, um, I knew that it was over for FTR. I I was buying into every false finish in this match, but when I saw Darby drop that one, I mean that was pretty freaking awesome. And 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 FTR helped make Sting look like a million bucks. I know both of you guys on the other side of it. You agree that the Sting Darby combo kind of stood out to you guys, right? Yeah. This is yeah, the the it's... combo. This is the Darby that I absolutely love. Is the tag team Darby and Bonds? You and I agree with this one. You know, uh, Des Darby has stood his own as a TNT champion and all that. But the pairing with Sting and actually with with others, it works so well because his offense is so unique. And, and can take the punishment and then kind of have this random explosion, explosiveness to it. And like he showed tonight, kind of the the uh, nail in the coffin, per se, with that coffin drop to yep. prevent Cash from breaking up that uh, submission. You know, Sting looked like a million bucks tonight. The guy is performing years above his age. The stuff, I mean, it's unreal. The strength, the power, and the stuff he's doing, the cross bodies, and, the and you know, the stamina he has. It's yep. truly incredible stuff. I mean, when have we seen a legend, an icon, perform the way he did? You know, the first time when we... we over 60 years old. Parent, 61 years old, My and God. he's doing the stuff that he's doing. And so when we first, first saw him, we are like, okay, yes, he's paired with this high-energy young guy, Darby Allen, and so maybe he'll get a couple high spots, you know, the stinger splashes and that. And then we've seen him jump off the casino chips. We've seen him do these big things. We saw all these other stuff. I'm like, a guy this, this you know, seasoned doesn't have to do this stuff, but he's doing it, and he's making it look easy and making it look good. Right. It doesn't look – he's yeah. looking like – I'm not saying in his prime, but he's looking like he can – he stood tall and he was – hanging with FTR and which is to me yes such a true tag team that this you know industry needs so much more of there's you know true tag teams and just the, their style the ground and pound and true heels i mean absolutely loved it i mean bonds i mean you got to be yeah. loving it too oh man as a fan of both of these squads uh this was just a joy to watch FTR they're so good 
at making their opponents just look like a million bucks, man. Like the fact that, that, that they were able to make sting like look like he was 30 years old again is just so cool. And I love that about these guys. They do it with everybody. I mean, they do that with every match. They look like a million bucks, their opponents. And it's, it's because they, they get it and they are so, I think head and shoulders above most tag teams in the world um, because they get it. They get their old school. Yeah, they're old school. They get they that old school mentality where they like, okay, we understand the psychology behind it. We understand, you know, we got to make this guy look good. And even though we we all kind of were hoping that they would win this match, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it bums us out that they didn't because, you know, that was going to hopefully put them back in the, the tag division uh, championship picture. But you know what? It didn't really matter because it was such a good match anyway that – I think that whatever they're going to do with Darby and Sting, and hopefully this continues the storyline because there was some interference with Tully, um, you know, putting that chair in in the corner. That was really interesting. It didn't work out for them. But I kind of hope this continues because this match was so good. And and I like that. And and again, to to go back to Darby in the tag division, I like him there because he doesn't have to take so many bumps. And it's you're able to mm-hmm. see his offense and what he does so well without him having to put his body on the line so often. He still does it. Like he did it for the coffin dropping. That was yeah, a nasty, nasty move, but he doesn't have to do it every it time he's taking a move. It's great that you can you get the best of both worlds when they're in the tag division with Sting. You get to see Sting, you get to see Darby take yeah. less bumps, and you get to see them wrestle the best tag team roster in the world. That's I, great. You know, I, I couldn't have put it any better, Bonds. I think I, I appreciate you making the point about FTR and how they serve as such a great foundation for other teams that look great. And yeah. that was something that I wanted to, to bring up. So I'm glad you said it because you said it better than I could have. And I Without and being jobbers. And, and, and although you yeah. and SPD talked about it uh, in the chat, and when you first said it, I was a little salty because – I I feel like I always have to be defensive of Darby on this show because SPD is the baby face and everybody loves SPD and oh da, da 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 and he can come on here and talk trash about Darby and and try to try to hey we don't talk trash Dar- here you try to knock the Darby Express off the the rails my you're friend. knocking the Darbster and and I know it's not mean spirited but he's just not your cup of cup of tea per se things have changed and drink your and tea. I, I get, I get it now. I get it because when you guys said, when you guys pointed out, sometimes less is more, and Darby's Darby's kind of one of those guys. I get what you mean. He's got you like you got to protect him a little bit, right? And, and there's something really cool about the how he is so willing to disregard his own safety to win a match. But if you see that over and over and over again, it, it you almost mm-hmm. lose the respect and, and, and recognition of what he's truly doing. How he turns reckless. into Dolph Ziggler. He, be, yeah. Basically a guy who's becomes celebrated for being able to make other people look great and getting beaten yeah. up. And I want more for Darby than that. And, and that's no dis- – I mean, obviously, Dolph has won. Oh, he's, he's awesome. That wasn't an insult. Athlete. No, it's not. That it's, wasn't it, an insult at all. Actually, Dolph Ziggler, one of the the, the best, like, I think, sellers and, and underrated mm-hmm. guys, The what one of those what-if stories. I don't want Darby to turn into a what-if story. I don't right. want Darby to get, be, to get injured and to really hurt himself. Right. As a guy who loves what Darby does, I see the value in what you guys are talking about. 
you sure. allow you allow Sting to come in and get those big power moves and to kind of get the pop of of hitting those those moves that we all remember and love from childhood. And you Nostalgia. get the sprint. You get to sprinkle in what Darby does best, and that's that that balls to the wall, sprinkle. pure speed. Sprinkle that in. Um, you know, although I was I was hoping for FTR to win, all, and I get what you're saying that it makes sense. They needed a, a victory, um, fresh off of having my heart broken and seeing Darby lose in Chicago. I actually like seeing Darby get a get a W here. I think it pushes him in the right direction again. And a guy who always teeters on being the crash test dummy, as SPD says, it gives him that that momentum again, and it keeps him moving forward in the right direction. Because if Darby racks up too many L's, he certainly could kind of go off the rails. So I, I thought this match worked in a lot of ways. Agree. And we'll talk about – I mean, I'm curious of, like you said, Bonds, I do think this will go a little bit longer um, in terms of, you know, the few because the Tully Sting thing is kind of intriguing as well. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And you could see – if Tully is going to come back in the ring, it is a good pairing is, you know, the Spears, Tully, or even Dax and Tully versus Sting and Darby. So you can stretch that one out. But before we get into our main event, I got a quick question of, let's say, the books closing or anything of all the matches we saw tonight, other than the opener with Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, do you see Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black that being kind of done and moved on? Um, MJF obviously in Pillman, I feel like has been done and moved on. They built up to that because it's not an in-depth feud. Um, and then with our next main event that we're going to talk about DMD and Ruby, do you still see that going on? What feuds do you see continuing after today or ones that are done of the matches we saw? Well, I, I do think Cody and Malachi is going to continue, especially after that finish with the, the spinning okay. in his face. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I think that, that that's kind of a, a cheap finish uh, in some sure. ways. So I think that that is a way to make that feud continue. Uh, I don't know if maybe after the crowd reaction they might not. I don't know True. if that's going to be the case because that, that might have not been what they expected. Um, but <laughs> I think that just based on the booking of it, uh, it would make sense for them to have maybe another match. But I, I don't know. It's tough. A lot of these felt like kind of set up quickly after All Out feuds to kind of get – people into new directions. Um, I do think that DMD and Ruby could have some good stuff. Uh, can, like if they continue, could have some good stuff. But again, I think that those are the only two that, that really right. could go long-term. Obviously okay. Kenny and, and Danielson are going to keep going, but yeah, that yeah, was I a think, given. I think the show was sandwiched by um, two that have potential to yeah. to have some real legs to him. Um, I think Brian Danielson versus Kenny, I, I think we all hear everyone. I mean, you'd have to be um, not watching to, to think that that one doesn't have protection. Living under a rock. Yeah, we're living under a rock, folks. Right. Um, and then to me, um, and you know I'm a diehard DMD fanatic here. I've you had – You don't say. Uh, you – I've had to step back and give Ruby some props. I've had to see – like, she's she's hung in there with Britt. She's taken okay. some of Britt's best shot um, on the mic. Those I mean, promos some, were great. Some of, those, some of those promos that Britt was delivering um, and some of those lines w- really were brutal. And Ruby showed an ability to, to work through it and um, hold her own. Um, now, I'll say this um, – I don't think Ruby versus DMD 
is going to, to be its own entity in that if, if let, and let me explain, I think that the finish, sure. um, this is what I was calling for before. And it also leans into what you've been talking about SPD, having to flesh out the division and build more mm-hmm. uh, feuds and things like that. I think Ruby versus Jamie Hayter would, would that would, those two could put on some banger matches um, and I, and I would really like to see those two get into a little side feud and it keeps Ruby in the periphery of the DMD, mm-hmm. um, keeps her in that main event, uh, circle and obviously keeps that, that anger and that feud with her and Brit going. Sure. Um, but it also would allow other contenders to creep into the title picture. And, um, to me, I want the, the DMD, if it were up to me, the DMD era would just start. Uh, from the beginning of eight, when AEW started and would end in probably like five or six years uh, from now. But it, it, I'll be honest with you, the only person that I see taking the title off of Brit is Thunder Rosa. And and so I Agreed. think... It, That's it, a it, unanimous it, here at Dynamite Download. You know it. And it's it's been that way for a long time, brother. Um, that is the feud. I say it all the time on social media. We try to push the... like. That's the feud in professional wrestling. That is the best feud in pro wrestling. And when they, when AEW wants to tap back into that, they know they're instantly going to have money. So I think that they're doing a nice job of keeping Thunder off of Dynamite, <laughs> keeping yeah. her out of the, the DMD's periphery. But I think it's only a matter of time. Um, you know, Thunder came. She was the number. She came up just short in the Battle Royal when we were there at a at All Out. Um, and I think there's a, a big push for her on social right. um, Thunder Rosa versus DMD is the long term. So I would, I think that Ruby can stay involved with the DMD and keep feuding with her, but uh, there is room at the top. Uh, the DMD is going to have a lot of people chomping at the bit. I know that there's a, there's a lot of options all of a sudden in the mm-hmm. women's division. For sure. And this match was, a deserved well-deserved main event that these two women got tonight um you have a very significant addition to aew and then obviously the face of the division and some would say the face of aew in the dmd uh getting that spotlight in front of you know the largest crowd and probably one of the it's going to be one of the largest tv crowds as well you know with the big hype and the size of the the card that we've been looking at so uh these women went to battle at first you know i love dmd's offense to kick things off she was very aggressive um and then as i always say we we get the biggest heel bigger heel than dmd bigger heel than mjf the picture in picture always happens in the women's (laughs) match whether it be the the women's match starting the show middle of the show or end of the show they always get the picture in picture, but I was happy it was a little bit earlier in the match. They had about 10, the 10 to 12 minutes at yeah, the end, right. but the end did seem a little bit rushed, but that was fine. Um, but I agree with you. This this feud is gonna um, it's gonna be intertwined a little bit, but it's gonna you know they're not. I don't think they're gonna get their rematch. I think that part is done. Uh, there is so much depth to this division, and like we're seeing I'm here, hearing like hearing you one, say that, yeah. bro, that is so awesome to for to hear you talk. Yeah, if about you would that go now. back and watch episode one, two, three, four, or five of Dynamite Download, it took me a while to get on the women's division uh, backbone because I was hard on them because I wanted I saw potential and I wanted so much more out of them. Um, you know, a year ago, I'm curious of what the women's roster looked like. And yeah. 
it was nowhere near this. This is oh, a sure. well-competed roster for sure. I mean, you have the additions of who we're seeing. I mean, we we know our favorites for sure. I mean, just just off the cuts, obviously Thunder, Jade, uh, a champion DMD, a defending champion, Ruby's addition, Deeb, like um, you Ty know, Conti. there's a lot Ty of Conti, stars. Anna J. Yes, yeah. all these people, and that. So this division is is one of the fastest growing ones i think and one that has shown the most improvement so it's been yep. fun to watch for sure um but this match um you know the dmd being in the only two women's main events uh there's a reason behind that and right, you know like son. we said the ultimate payoff will That's be versus, for sure she is money <laughs> the d m d baby uh i liked it it was a good way to close the show oh, for sure how to give that spotlight to not have it in a rush spot or anything like that. It gave respect to that. And I, I almost wish they would hyped, have hyped that up more, saying, you know, leading up to tonight's show, saying that they are the main event. So they deserve the hype, not necessarily like the, right before the show. Oh, by the way, this is the main event. Like they should have hyped it because they hyped up that one versus Thunder and Brit um, because the main event is a big spot. And, you know, this was the only title that was officially defended tonight. So it did make also sense that it was the main event as well. Right. Um, so a lot of different things. Uh, but, yes, man, Bonds, what's your take on it? I mean, I, you guys pretty much said it all. Uh, this match was a lot of fun uh, from the beginning. It was a good debut match for Ruby Solo on, on Dynamite to end the show. Um, man, that was awesome. Like, having that, that main event, a women's match, title match, like having that end the show was just a perfect culmination of the whole night guys, because we got to see an amazing match early on a show that held the held us the whole time. And we get to see the only title match to end the show. And we got to see one of our favorites go against a newcomer um, that everybody loves. So it's a lot of fun for everybody. I'm sure the crowd just was eating that up. Oh man. Like again, this was a, a relatively longer match for, for what we usually see in the women's division. You know, sure. like 15, 15, 17 minutes. Yeah. Um, so we got a, a longer match, which is great. It's what, what it needed. Uh, we didn't get a rushed main event like we've had the last couple of weeks too. Uh, it went to the, basically till the show ended and we got, you know, the lockjaw with a minute left in the show yeah. and it was just epic. And I think that what was interesting too, is that we got to see um, Brit against somebody a lot, quite a bit smaller than her uh, looked in the ring and Brit looked like great heel. You can just tell how much she's improved in the ring. Um, this is like a culmination of that as well, man. She looked great. And I, I think it's, it's awesome that they're, they're really pushing her and sticking with her and giving her this opportunity mm -hmm. to be the DMD is the champ because she's earned it. And this was a great match. It was a great main event. Yeah. I, li I like that last point you made too, about, you know, Brit kind of the, having her size if, if, in, in kind of being in a power position. If you go back yeah. and, and listen to some of the episodes where SPD and I talked about the Thunder Rosa feud, that was one of my favorite parts about getting to see what Thunder helped bring out of Brit. And, yeah. and you know, mm -hmm. Brit being in a position where she got to be kind of almost a powerhouse, kind of showing off her strength. Yeah. Um, I, I like seeing that side of the DMD. You know, so often she has to be portrayed as the cowardly heel that we don't, we're not allowed to see kind of what she's capable of in the ring when she's able to toss some people around a little bit. Right. And, and I right. and I that's what one of the things I was most excited about this main event um, was because I feel like Ruby kind of comes from, is cut from the same cloth as Thunder, you know, and, and some of I think the the women's best talents 
that understand that it's about building each other up and about working together to make, put on a great product. Um, and you're seeing the cream rise to the top. AEW, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, when we have those interviews with other talents, SPD, you either get on board or you get out. You got to be all about the brand and, and helping each other get better. Um, and, and I see that right now in this in the women's division. I, like I talked about, that. the tag division has at points I felt like recent in recent the last few months taking a little bit of a step back, and the women's division has really stepped forward. And I don't think that's a that's coincidence. A you know, I think that there's a the, this division. These women are really in on what they the, and you could tell AEW believes in this division. They're investing in it as and they I, should. And and again. That is a testimony to how far they've come. You know, we we think that there's obviously I'd like to see Riho and Sheeta and and some of these other names that kind of came up at the earlier the earlier days of the women's division get that opportunity now to test themselves against this mm-hmm. division now um, because this division has grown so much, man. It's unbelievable. Um, it's really cool to see, uh, and, and it's and it leaves me wondering, you know what's next for these for the next big feuds of the women's division and, and there's room for more than one uh, there is that's for there needs sure. to be i think the growth i think i want to see a growth of a tag division like i've said before uh you you build that up you still need a little bit more depth and that's why i've constantly said like bring in a true tag team like if you want to add more women i think you debut a true tag team the uh, that would be would be great and then that way you can start uh making creating tag teams to go against these true tag teams so like i said before or as we're kind of seeing you know penelope ford and the bunny and and in the dark order tay and anna like you can start to form that and then others could start to you know develop um it'll expand that build as well yeah right so debut a true tag team in the division to kind of make you know be a little a wrecking uh and then that way you you can instantly create a tag division in my opinion, because that tag team tournament they did, you know, a year or so ago, I think was it was a, it was too early. It was a little premature and it didn't work out the way it should have worked out. I think they're testing the waters, um, but that is that. But on that, um, you know, Rampage two hours this Friday, this Friday is is it's going to be a killer idea. show. I mean, there's going to be six matches on there and talk about you just talked about tag team wrestling and it's going to be filled of tag team wrestling. Every Go through single the card, match, brother. Go through that every, card. Every single match is okay. So I will. I can pull up the graphics if you want to start talking about something while I get them prepped. Well, <laughs> no, I mean we went through the matches we were most excited about, and yeah, we you, know, about you just you just talked about that, like you know tag tag team action. There's going to be a lot of tag team uh, work on this upcoming show. Um, the main event. They announced that this one was going to be the main event, the lights out match. Pretty wild. Ooh. That's a that's a surprise, um, you know. But I like I like the lights out gimmick, um, and it makes it feel like that's gonna. I mean, we talked about it, man. Um, SPD, you're such a big fan of Lance Archer. Just yeah. having having this guy who feels like a chaos, like like we said, a chaos agent in AEW. Yeah. You never yeah, know. I what's love next what you him. said about that. Um, at any given moment, he could be attacking your favorite wrestler. You don't know. He's he's that kind of mindset. Is he a heel? Is he a baby face? Is he a, yeah. Everybody dies. So I like right. that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and again, it, it builds off of that theme of next of this Friday show. Uh, it's going to be a lot of tandem based offense. 
Yeah, and then you have a, this trio match, which is going to be a lot of fun. Woo! So you have multiple tag matches. You got Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and the Young Bucks, Christian Cage, or Isaac Express. We got a little tease of that early on, um, for sure. Yeah, this, this is going to be a fun one. And then the women's match, which we just talked about, is going to be Penelope Ford versus Anna Jay. And, you know, they're continuing that HFO, Dark Order, you know, the women going at it type of feud as well. Um, so I think this one will be a nice one. It's nice to see Anna Jay getting a lot of uh, ring time back in there already. She's, you know, been in it twice already since her return uh, at All Out. Penelope Ford and- of late, too. I think that's a great matchup. I think that'll be a, a, a real shocker to some people who haven't seen Anna Jay because she's she's coming back from an injury. Mm-hmm. Penelope Ford's going to bring out the best in, in Anna Jay. I think we're going to see a great one there. That's right. Powerhouse Hobbs, which we talked very highly about, and CM Punk. Is he going to get him up there on his shoulders and get him to go to sleep? Or what we're going to see out of this? This is a true test. It's a complete opposite type of person than Darby Allen. You know, Powerhouse has got the slow build, slow pace, the strong, slow, uh, methodical in-ring stuff versus, you know, Darby Allen's fast-paced, high-aggressive offense. So total opposites, you know, CM Punk, any – performer any fighter has to adapt to their opponents as thunder has told us before uh this one i'm really looking forward to just because obviously i'm a huge inner circle mark you know chris jericho and jake hager versus the men of the year um and if you watch the road Two, which i highly recommend everyone watching that road Two, if you haven't already uh there's a great segment about this and i totally forgot about you know scorpio sky did pin chris jericho before and you know both guys the men of the year have mma karate backgrounds and things like that and so them surrounding themselves with dan lambert's um makes sense fat what is his the song again fat face dipshit yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) fat face dipshit yeah all those other fat face dipshits um it makes sense for that um but this one will probably the last one we're gonna talk about will probably get the biggest well it's tough a big pop of the night when you have santana ortiz proud and powerful uh in their home backyard right there pairing up with the lucha brothers who are probably one of the most over tag teams right now the champs versus uh this so i think i like the pairing a lucha bro i like that eight man tag so you know in a a show we just saw you know talking about singles wrestling it's this is rampage is full of multi-man matches it is other than the cm punk match there's a lot of talent featured on rampage this friday and wow it's gonna it's gonna be a fast two hours for sure this is a showcase show you know, tonight was kind of the reward for everybody getting all these awesome matches. And I think the the Friday mat or the Friday show is going to be like, okay, man, like this is our roster. This is our depth. This is what we got. You people that are coming in here that haven't watched this before, like you're going to be in for a show because yep. there's some awesome stuff that we're going to see. And man, I can't like, I want it to, to happen tonight. Like, I just want to start Rampage right away. I wish it was like a four hour show. It was like, a I know we just got four straight hours of wrestling because I mean, tonight's show felt like five it minutes. It was like by. a five minute episode of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And so Agreed. I would have been totally down for just all four hours, same night, you know, give that crowd even more juiced up and just be like, you know, Tony Khan comes out. Just kidding. It's not on Friday, guys. It's going to be tonight. Here you go. Merry oh Christmas. My God. That'd have been amazing, and I would have been totally fine with it. But you know, they have to split it up. I get it, how it works. TNT, they got contracts and all that stuff. Of course. But you know, hey, executives at TNT, you were you're watching, you're seeing the the, the the show they're putting on for everybody. Give them that extra hour. Give them that Give extra the hour. People, what they want. That's right. <laughs> exactly. The crowd is hour. demanding more AEW. That's that's the truth, man. Just the don't make any of the shows three hours because that's too long. The truth yeah. is the truth for sure. 
And, you know, as we're wrapping things up, guys, and everyone join us, thank you again. This this is our one-year anniversary show. Uh, we've made it to one years, and from where it started to where it began, almost 1,200 YouTube subscribers now, multiple talent interviews, uh, some great things on the horizon, on the books already. Already, And, you know, this the best is yet to come. Everyone says it's always cliche, but once we're riding, you know, AEW's momentum is riding extremely high. A lot of great stuff um is doing you know with the company and we're happy to be a part of it for so long and it's just motivating us you guys motivate us uh the company and the product motivates us it's a great time to be a pro wrestling fan an AEW fan and uh dynamite download is honored that you guys always support us all the time and thank you so much and this is cheers to one year everyone and we'll see you download we'll see you online and we can't wait for more and more stuff we're gonna we're gonna stay tuned and like we say in our slogan buckle up for it elmo fudd give them the cup